Welcome back to the School of Brujas, a podcast for learning, self-development, self-care, spirituality, and wellness. I am your host, Maria. And I'm Danny. And today we're going to be talking about all of the things that we use to boost our immune system, uh, things we use every day, rituals, habits, uh, whatever we can do to protect ourselves during this uh, coronavirus time. Do you want to go ahead and start, Maria? Sure, I'll start with my number one. And first off, I have to say that I'm not a morning person. So starting with something that I do consistently every day, it requires um, a lot of determination and discipline, but I try to keep certain things throughout my day that are the same. I am the kind of person that will like to do everything different all the time because otherwise I get bored. However, there are certain things that need to stay in order to keep me grounded and keep things consistent with my self-care routine. And my number one is oil pulling with coconut oil. The reason I choose coconut oil is because of its antibacterial properties. So I start by um, using a teaspoon of coconut oil, putting it in my mouth. And when I do that, the coconut oil starts to melt with my body temperature and I gush it around, move it, gargle with the coconut oil. And what it does that is that it will go through your teeth. It will uh, clear all uh, or and any bacteria that you may have in your gums. People with gingivitis and any other periodontal disease issues, coconut oil is your go-to oil. And it's just wonderful. It helps you also whitening your teeth. So it gives you a bright, uh, beautiful smile as well. Nice. Danit, what is yeah, your number one? Yeah. Well, just to say about the coconut oil pulling, that's very important. The oral hygiene is probably the most important thing to start your day off with. So I agree. I always wake up and brush my teeth. Before, I always used to wake up and drink water first, but I definitely switched that around after learning more about how important it is to clean your mouth first before you do absolutely anything. So once I brush my teeth, um, my routine is definitely different from yours. I always do the same thing every day. I, if I'm a very routine creature of habit person, so I don't care if I ate the same meal for the rest of my life, I would be fine with that, which is pretty hilarious. Cause <laughs> most people yeah, are not it like is. That. I'm like, no, thank you. <laughs> I know, but I just don't care. I love certain things and I just love to do them over and over. So um, I love to wake up and after I get my teeth cleaned, I do drink a lot of water. So I have my 32 ounce mason jar full of water ready to go the night before I prep that. And I love to like put stuff in it just because plain water is fine, but I like to add something. So if it's not lemon juice, it's usually some kind of uh, liquid extract. And right now I've been using olive leaf, which it tastes, it tastes pretty good. I, I really like the taste. I know some people might think it's a little bit bitter, but it has really good antiviral properties and it helps to fight and prevent the common cold. And it does treat dangerous viruses. It's been used for hundreds, possibly thousands of years. And it comes from the Mediterranean area. Uh, Moroccans, uh, that area over there, have used it for a long, long time. Um, It's very good against uh, 
like disease causing microbes that cause influenza and other respiratory infections, which that's why I got it. And, um, yeah, I like to add that to my water. Um, but there's also other things like that I've used before, like main magic that organic Olivia makes, which she's been a really cool source of scientific information. She's an herbalist who uses uh, traditional Chinese medicine and makes her own, um, basically formulations and herbal supplements that I think are also worth giving a try. So the olive leaf I use is from nature's answer. And you can find that on Amazon if you want to try it out. And since I always hear people talking about this, I'm not um, recommending that anybody do this because it could possibly um, react with any medications you're taking. So always check with your doctor if this is all right to use, but it's just what I like to do. And I feel like it definitely makes me feel better. So that's how I start my day. And going back to you, Maria. Oh, great. I like the idea of drinking water at the beginning of the day. So I started with mm -hmm. the coconut oil. So after that, I spit it out into the toilet and flush it down and then brush my teeth. After brushing my teeth, I'll proceed to drink warm water. I like mm -hmm. the warmth in the morning. I like the, my belly too. It receives um, anything warm, whether it's a cup of tea or water with a lot of uh, happiness. So I really like drinking a glass of warm water in the morning as well. And I have a window in my bathroom. So what I do sometimes is that I will have a glass of water overnight, especially if I know that there is a full moon out there and I will charge my water with the moon energy. So I'll have that in there. And if I feel very inspired and I'm very motivated and I have the energy, I may add uh, crystals into my water. Now, that can be um, a whole episode on what crystals to use, but just to keep it simple and just to give our listeners something to start with, you can definitely use clear quartz. And, you know, clear quartz really amplifies the energy of everything. So it's like the go-to stone. And I like to place it. I place one stone in my water. I'll put it in the window and I'll set the intention that it will bring me healing energy for my highest for my highest good at all times. So uh, that's something that people can try as well. And so that they have a glass of water ready for them first thing in the morning. And thank you. That was a really good one, Daniela. So my number two, number two is vital. It's really vital because it's movement. And in my world, I practice a lot of yoga, Kundalini yoga to be more exact. So in the morning, I start yoga, and it's something that I do every day, especially now that I have the opportunity to have so many classes going on online. So you have so many to pick from. I choose Kundalini is the type that I resonate most, and it's because there is a lot of chanting. I love to chant. I love the movement. I love the meditation. And that's the one kind of uh, yoga that blends all of that. So I am in the teacher training right now and I'm having a lot of fun with it. But I really don't want to just tell people you have to do yoga. There is a lot of sedentary people out there, all my couch potatoes. And I just want to invite the idea, the concept that movement is good for your body, is good for your lymph. And the lymph nodes are those little filters that are throughout your body. 
And the only way that we can clear them is with movement, movement, perspiration. You know, your body needs to sweat to make sure that everything is moving in your body. So find something that will be something I would like to ask and invite our listeners is to find something that they can do that brings them joy, that they can do with ease so that every day they can incorporate little bits more of movement into their days. If they're watching TV because they are catching up on whatever uh, Netflix show that they're watching right now, they can do it and take breaks to stretch their legs or maybe to just take a five-minute salsa dancing party and just move the hips, move the arms, and just really invite movement into the body. And if you start with five minutes, and that will be for everybody who's starting from sedentary to moving, will be to start slowly. Start be very mindful of the joints because they weren't used to uh, they weren't used to all the movement. So be very mindful and compassionate with your body. So start slow and build upon. So start with five minutes, and then next day seven and ten baby steps until you can find yourself saying, "Oh, okay, I can probably start." incorporating some weights or doing something that is more challenging for your body. But definitely the benefits of movement in whatever form that you, in whatever form that you choose will be wonderful, really, really beneficial for your immunity, for your length and for your mental health, because, you know, you can release a lot of stress when you're moving as well. Back to you, Daniela. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I, and it, it is very hard to, um, exercise and move every day, um, especially when it's kind of cold out and you just want to stay in bed. I definitely can relate to just wanting to stay in bed forever, <laughs> but I don't. Luckily, <laughs> my <laughs> yeah, luckily Ryan he um, he's really 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 disciplined when it comes to exercising every day. So he usually kicks me out of bed and we go downstairs and do either weights, yoga, or um, like a type of cardio yoga Pilates fusion thing. And that's really good. I tend to do exercise like every other day, but the importance of movement and how you said it doesn't have to necessarily be exercise. That can be something as simple as if you have stairs in your house and um, you just go up and down the stairs more often than you normally would just to get your body to move because you know, mm -hmm. humans are designed to move. We're designed to be walking huge distances of time. We're hunter gatherers. So we were constantly on the move. And so this constant sitting down is very, very bad. And it does shorten your life. You can look up so many articles about how sitting, you know, for all day in an office job leads to an early death. That's not any news. Um, the problem comes when people feel overwhelmed and they feel they have to do it all at once. That's where they can kind of almost overcompensate. And like you were saying, taking it slow is so important because you can cause so much damage, um, especially if you don't properly warm up. So if you are going to be introducing exercise as a new thing, it's so important to just warm up your knees, warm up your ankles um, those two, I think, are major ones that you want to warm up before you do anything, uh, just to prevent any kind of injury, especially if you're going to, you know, go outside and run or something. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's very important that that's 
a priority for all of us in these times that we are getting up and not just sitting on the couch all day. And as annoying as it is to have to like move, it's very important (laughs) because our bodies need, (laughs) our bodies need to, it, you know, we're made up of water and um, when our bodies aren't moving, they're stagnant. And so water fluids, they pool in certain areas. And just like if you have a pool of water sitting outside um, and it fills up with mosquitoes and bacteria and you know it's gross or like a nasty lake that doesn't get any movement in it. And you compare that to a waterfall that's constantly moving and the water is uh, rushing against rocks, you know there's a huge difference between those two. So like Bruce Lee says, be like water, be be constantly moving. And um, hopefully we can inspire you to do that if you don't already have some movement incorporated into your lifestyle. But yeah, I agree. That was, that was one of the, one of my routines that I do every day as well. So yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Yes. Common ground. Definitely movement. Yeah. I mean, and the other thing that I was listening to what you were saying is that really invite the concept of movement with grace, with ease and invite a concept that you're doing it for self-care and invite the idea of doing it for joy. You know, because when I, uh, I used to teach Zumba and whenever I will finish the class, I'll be like, oh my God, even though I was dreading to teach the class because it's like very cardio intense, at the end of it, you feel like mm-hmm. you're on top of the world. So really thinking and honing in that moment of like how you felt afterwards and push yourself to do it again. So really concentrate on the joy and in the wonderful feeling you feel in your body. You know, you feel happier. You feel like that sweat running through your face and your body is just like cleansing. So just that feeling that you want to do it all over again tomorrow. So that make that a reason for you to do it again and again so that it becomes a routine into your life. Great. I'm going to move mm-hmm. into my next one. Definitely. And that will have everything to do with nutrition. And when I finish yoga, and I do yoga in an empty stomach, by the way, so just uh, so that you know the flow of my day. So I finish doing yoga and then I have my smoothie. Mm-hmm. And I do the smoothie. Typically, we'll have a spinach, we'll have some celery. I'll add a banana because I love bananas and I don't care what anybody else says out there. Bananas are good. I love bananas. I only have one a day. And I make that into my treat because it's just so filling and so wonderful. I love bananas. Sorry, I can't tell you how much I love bananas, but I have one every day. So that goes into my smoothie. (laughs) And then I add some powders to make my smoothie even more magical. So I uh, typically add bee pollen. And bee pollen has many wonderful properties that are good for women's health. So if you have a hard time with PMSing, if a lot of cramps and you're moon cycle, that is something to definitely give it a try. The other thing that I like about bee pollen and anything that is yellow in color is the relationship with the chakra colors and the foods uh, that we eat. 
and uh, bipolar obviously is yellow yellow is the solar plex or yeah the solar plexus and it's all that fire that in a fire that sometimes whenever we're going through our moon cycle we feel like we have no energy like we're dying and whenever i have bipolar in my smoothie i feel like i'm bringing more life and more fire and more energy it's really more energizing so i love using bipolar in my smoothies Another one that is a go-to for my smoothies is ashwagandha. And I love ashwagandha because, again, it gives me the extra energy. Um, I think I've, I could speak for most women. We are such multitaskers. We're always doing everything, not only for everybody else, but we're always last, but we're always doing everything for everybody else. It, it, it seems to be that that is the case for most of the women in my life anyway. And ashwagandha is a reminder that says, okay, take something for yourself, Maria. Take something for you. And ashwagandha is telling me, this is what is going to bring back the nourishment to you. Give you the energy so that you can take care of your world. So that is more power into my smoothie. And since we're talking about power and sometimes I, I tend to be a workaholic when I'm out, out of balance, I... That's why I supplement the way I do with pollen with ashwagandha, so I can keep up with whatever I have on my day. My third one is maca. And maca is very dear to my heart because it's from Peru. It looks like a potato, really. It's a root. And it's something that is ancient because the Incas used maca their entire lives. They ate it, they drank it, they made different things with maca. And it's such a wonderful thing for women because, again, it gives you all that energy. For men, it gives them a lot of virility, if you know what I'm saying. You know, it's it's good for men in bed. So, ladies, if you want your men to be more active, you know, to give them some maca. Good to know. For women. <laughs> I got to yeah, get some of that. Know, right? <laughs> and for the women, it, it helps you with fertility. And, again, anything going on with uh, female health is really good for you, for your hormones, and for good balance. So I like having maca in my life. It's just, it's something that grounds me too with my own roots in terms of eating something that comes from Peru. So it makes, it makes me more grounded every day. What I also nice. add into my magical smoothie is reishi mushrooms. Um, again, mm. it's an adaptogenetic. It's just good for us women that are doing so many wonderful things in the world. So that is another thing that I add into my magic smoothie. And since we're talking about nutrition, this is how I start the day. But I also wanted to give a shout out to people that are still smoking and are still drinking because those are the two habits that you really want to be very mindful now that you're in isolation and there is no um, self-control. You don't know if it's Tuesday or Wednesday. It doesn't matter whether it's three in the morning or two in the afternoon. It's kind of like we lost a sense of time and space. You know, you don't have to get up early in the morning to go to work. So who cares if you're starting the day with a glass of wine? And the truth is that it matters. The truth is that for me, alcohol was... Um, such a downer that I decided to eliminate it from my life. And I eliminated mm -hmm. alco alcohol completely about, I would say four years ago, like no alcohol whatsoever, unless it's in my tinctures, which has a few drops of alcohol that I can take throughout the day. 
and the smoking, it's another one. Because coronavirus, you know, the COVID-19 is attacking your lungs, is attacking your respiratory tracts. So it doesn't matter if you're smoking regular cigarettes, cigars, or marijuana, you're really affecting your beautiful ducts uh, that bring air into your life. So you really want to protect it. So I will just invite you to observe what are your um, routines, your habits, the good ones and the bad ones, and just sit with it and just really think and pay attention to all those things that you're putting down into your mouth, whether it's food, whether it's alcohol, or if you're smoking something and the effects it has on your body. Don't let me tell you what to do. Don't allow anybody else to tell you, but really hone in and listen to the untruth of your body because I'm pretty sure it would tell you that either you're depressed after drinking, dehydrated, or you have some sort of respiratory issues because of your smoking habits. So those are things I just wanted Mm. to um, bring up to the surface when it comes to nutrition because it's not just the food, it's all the other things that we ingest and we put into our bodies. Yeah. And right now, I think it's so important to focus on things that are nourishing our bodies and bringing healing to our bodies and protecting our bodies because we want to prevent anything from happening to us that could, you know, cause uh, something to change in our lives drastically. Like you never know. So it's always good to prevent anything. um, And you can do that very well. You can try to do that, uh, you know, to whatever extent you're able to. But that's what I like to do every day as well. That's why my routine is always the same because I've found what works for me and that that's why I like to keep it the same. So every morning mm-hmm. I I do the same thing. I drink a smoothie and I absolutely love it. I mean, I look forward to having a smoothie. Um, a lot of people don't like fruit, which is really sad because fruit is so hydrating. It has so, so many good things about it. It's just full of antioxidants and vitamins and minerals. So everybody should definitely be eating fruit. I think I beat you a little bit on the bananas, though. I usually have about four <laughs> in my smoothie. Oh, my goodness. I usually do. <laughs> Yeah, I have a frozen banana smoothie with frozen um, either pineapple or mango. Um, So that makes it so tasty and sweet. And then I add more sweetness with dates. And so that right there is full of a lot of potassium, magnesium, minerals, vitamins, antioxidants. And then I'll add um, a fresh uh, cut root of ginger and turmeric. So I've been doing that every day. But if it's not ginger or turmeric, I'll add chlorella or spirulina. But I always add something else to it to give it a huge boost. Um, But right now I found that ginger and turmeric are really nice. And it's a good balance to the cold because I know it's not the best thing in the morning to eat a cold smoothie. You kind of want to get your digestion kind of fired up because you do want to make sure, um, you know, you're able to burn off what you eat, um, and not slow your digestion down, which is why, um, I believe Ayurveda doesn't recommend that you start your day off with anything cold, but since I pair with ginger, I feel like that's a really good balance. Um, it does heat me up a bit. Um, and ginger has been found time and time again to be good, um, as, uh, not a supplement, but it's actually just a food that you can eat that can prevent, respiratory tract infection 
Um, it blocks the growth of pathogens. It's, you know, people have been talking about ginger for hundreds, possibly thousands of years. It's used in traditional yeah. Chinese medicine. It's used in Ayurveda. Mm-hmm. It's, it's used, it's grown all over the world in tropical regions. And, um, you know, it has so many antiviral properties that is kind of a no brainer for me. Um, it helps to decrease inflammation, especially the curcumin that you can find in turmeric and people will probably think it's much easier to go ahead and buy a supplement of this stuff. But I don't know. I think that's, um, unnecessary considering supplements are generally more expensive, um, for turmeric and ginger anyway, I'm not talking about like other things, but for ginger and turmeric, those both can be found in your local grocery store. Um, sometimes if your local grocery store doesn't have it, um, you could call around and see which store has it. But for the most part, I found it everywhere I've lived. I found it in New Jersey, um, Pennsylvania, California, North Carolina, everywhere I've gone, I've always found it. Um, and it was really cool actually, because of the coronavirus, I went to go get some ginger and they were completely sold out. So that tells me right Mm -hmm. there, people are going for those, um, basically homemade remedies, which is a really good sign, but it was right next to the turmeric and nobody grabbed that, which I thought was hilarious (laughs) because they're both Mm -hmm. equally amazing. Um, and the turmeric is somewhat different because you can tell, by looking at it, it's got this really bright orange color, which if you're cutting it up yourself, it stains your hands. So just be mindful of that. But uh, yeah, so I usually have that in my smoothie every single day. I can tell the difference when I don't have my super sweet smoothie, because when I don't fulfill that sugar craving that I have, which is very hard for a lot of people where a lot of people are, um, addicted to refined sugars, breads, pastries, all that stuff. When I don't have my sugary, but natural fruit sugar smoothie in the morning, I tend to have a lot more cravings throughout the day. So I've noticed that when I have that in the morning, I don't really crave sugar at all. The rest of the day I can go without any other, other other crap. So if you do have a sugar tooth, I think that will be good. If you want to try something else, try something out like that. But I know a lot of people don't have a sugar tooth. Like Ryan, he doesn't like sugar at all, which I don't understand. But <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. I don't either. So that's, mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of people don't. A lot of people just don't even like sweet stuff, but I do. And I know um, I've struggled with- You found your uh, recipe of success. Yes, that's my recipe of success for sure. And I love it so much. Exactly. It's so good. So good. But yeah, that's that's something I do every day. So I think we're kind of like midway on our yes, daily routine. Yes, we are. And I, I wanted to introduce something just to take a pause. You know, we were talking a lot about mm-hmm. our routine and the things that we do throughout the day. But I really wanted to take a moment to take a couple long, deep breaths. And really absorb all the information that was said already integrated into your bodies into your subconscious with intention to pick whatever it is that resonates for you and from this moment i wanted to share two cards that i picked for today's podcast and the first one is archangel uriel 
And he says, oh, your emotions awesome. are healing. Your emotions are healing, which enables you to open to greater love. It will help you release anger and unforgiveness from your heart and mind. The way I can relate this to current events, to my life and what everything is going on right now is that, yes, we also have to pay attention to our emotional health. Just notice what emotions tend to happen more often for you and what is the message that is coming up. Maybe there is a relationship that needs attention. Maybe there is a relationship with yourself. You need to do more self-care to really hone in and take the time right now that we have the time and the space to find out what it is, what area of your life that needs healing and your emotions are telling you, okay, you're frustrated all the time. You're angry all the time at this person. Why? So really start diving deeper into those layer of emotions to finding out why you're acting and feeling the way you are. So that is the message for from Archangel Uriel. And I have another angel card here. And it's Angel Michael blessing us with courage. Really courage to get up every morning and feel like you have your shit together. You know, it's like important to not have the courage to get up and think and take care of yourself. Take care of you. Make yourself a priority. And courage to move forward into the unknown. There is a lot of fear and uncertainty in our space as far as, you know, how is the world going to be after quarantine? When is that going to happen? What's going to happen to our jobs? There is so many questions out there and they're all valid. However, remember that you have angels by your sides all the time, supporting you, encouraging you, protecting you, and they're reminding you today to have courage. The things will pass and we will be okay. And keep that word very close to your heart that you have the fire to move forward. Thank you. Danny, you have anything to share? Yeah, I really resonate with... um that and you happen to pull angel uriel which is such a huge synchronicity for me because that's um the first angel that i ever um that came into my life in a way not that i ever saw him or anything like that but uh i kept getting messages (laughs) about angel uriel yeah i've heard about him his name so many times that it just became too much to be just a coincidence so that was really cool Um, The color orange would always come to me and I would start thinking about stuff. Anyway, that's a long story, but I'm not as familiar with tarot as you are. So I'm going to pick a card that I found online because my tarot deck is in storage right now. But I'm going to go ahead and pick Mm -hmm. a card. But I guess you want to start with having an intention. So I guess my intention for picking a card is what can help people during these times, um, a message about coronavirus, um, especially if you're feeling a lot of anxiety right now, which is very, very, very common. I know I've experienced Mm -hmm. a lot of anxiety. Yeah. A lot of worry, um, a lot of helplessness. So I think in these times, it's really good to find anywhere you can to get some hope or to, to get a clearer message that's not coming from you know, that energy of worry. So that's my intention. I'm going to pick one card and let's see what comes up. 
It says the moon. Are you Ooh, familiar the with the moon card? I love it. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so the moon <laughs> card. The moon card has everything to do with our water element. We as humans are 70 to 80% water. And the moon regulates the seas, you know, this, the tides of the ocean, the ups and downs. And the same thing, it regulates what's going on with us in our bodies. And all the emotions that you were mentioning, you know, anxiety, fear, fr frustration, uncertainty, mm -hmm. hopelessness, and all of those emotions are coming up. And the moon is just reminding you to observe them, to observe them and let it be your guide. You know, Archangel Ariel in the message says your emotions are healing. So allow those emotions, allow the moon, the healing of the moon, the healing of the earth to bring up all those emotions as a way for you to navigate into your own healing. Um, yeah. Because my family is in Peru right now, I tend to feel a lot of fear and I get stressed and I get very emotional. But uh, it's something that we all need to work through. And it's really something that we need to do it individually. And you can also do it with a group, you know, especially if you have a friend that you can relate to and you can explain how you're feeling so that you can make that into a supportive space for yourself. If you don't have it, hopefully this podcast will give you the room, the space to like hear encouragement, mm -hmm. Uh, hear that you're not alone. We're all feeling those feelings and it's okay. It's okay to feel sad. It's okay to feel angry. It's, it's okay to feel frustrated. But what it's not okay is to be stuck in those feelings. If you feel yes, them, definitely. okay, explore them, sit with them, become friends with them. And then you just have to say like, okay, I know you already, but you're not going to stop me. I need to get myself something to eat. I need to cook. I need to clean my house and I need to move forward. And so allow those emotions to come to surface, but don't let them stop you. So the moon is really a good reminder for all of us that we are together in this process. We are together in this collective transformation of our consciousness. And let's make it a time to elevate ourselves. So find a time to hone in with those energies Either take a good cry, take a nap, take a moment to journal, take a moment to light a candle, set an intention of clarity into your lives, but allow those emotions to guide you. Invite the angels into your space. Invite your guides. Invite your ancestors. Invite any healing energies all around you, all around your family, all around your town, all around the world to hold you, to hold us so that we can elevate us and become stronger and better than ever. Yeah, I agree. And that's so crazy that that card came up because I was just talking about anxiety and worry. And when you read what the moon says, the card, it says, <laughs> this is too funny. It says, you're, it's possible that you're putting yourself under more stress and pressure than anyone or anything else going on around you. It's not necessary to beat yourself up emotionally like this. Things are fine, and you can make things even better if you curtail the urge to obsessively dwell on only what on only what and who is letting you down. Be your own best friend and give yourself credit for what you're doing right, which is so, so important. Just like take a breath when you're feeling super worried. And I know I need that advice too, because 
I'll get so worried. I'll start freaking out. I'll start crying. And then, you know, that might happen and it's okay. I needed to cry. I needed to release all that. But the whole point of it is not staying in that space, you know, for the rest of the day, like for the rest of the week, you don't have to stay there forever. Just remember you're not your emotions. You're something else apart from that. You're witnessing all of those emotions happening too, as well. Like you're witnessing that happen. So just come to that calm space where you are the witness and notice that all these things are happening and just take a deep breath. Um, And that's just kind of even, I'm saying that to myself really, because even I have to remind myself how important it is to just take a breath and breathe. And um, that kind of ties into what you were saying before about people right now drinking a lot of alcohol and smoking. Um, and a lot of that is about escapism and not wanting to be where you're at right now. But I will challenge people who are relying on alcohol and drugs right now as their crutch to kind of step back and just take a breath when you feel the urge to want to do those things and ask yourself why, um, if you're trying to escape the reality you're in and all that, um, I know it's scary, but we're all here doing this together. So it's just good to remember that you're not alone. And I think that's the trap that we all fall into is thinking that we're alone. Um, So yeah, I hope this podcast where we're just kind of talking to each other helps somebody if they need it. Um, But yeah, maybe let's get back into our routine. (laughs) And uh, you want to go? Yeah. Yes, I, I wanted to say that it was very uh, funny that the dogs started to bark and go all crazy in my house when we were still talking about emotions. So sometimes it's really mm-hmm. about letting them out, but, you know, moving yeah. on besides that, witnessing those emotions and learning to separate from it. You're not the anger. You're not the sadness. You are a bigger, you're just a bigger light and just observe that and allow to really be patient and compassionate with yourself. You know, as long as you don't get stuck and, you know, into a rut with that emotion, it's all good. You know, it's okay to be sad and it's okay to be frustrated. It's okay to feel the fear of the unknown. But, you know, we can move through all of that together. So uh, all of you people that are out there feeling lonely, like I am, like Daniela is at home, you know, find a space, find a friend, find a podcast, find a group where you can really uplift your spirits, where you can just find a place to an outlet for all those feelings, for all those emotions. And it can be through meditation. And that's my next one, really. Part of my routine, I contemplate the dialogue in my head and I do it because right now I have the time I have the space and it's something that is really helping me ground a lot of the fear and the anxiety that I'm feeling and I get that way because when I read the news I not only read the news here I read international news that makes things a lot more complicated because we don't have a lot of the systems in place in Peru that we do here. A lot of the fear comes into place where you have people there that may be going into riots, you know, robbing people, you know, and you have people at home talking about owning guns and preparing for, you know, the zombie apocalypse. So it's 
a little bit crazy. So really allow yourself to find a space where you can really center yourself. Center yourself enough. Grow those roots where you can move forward knowing that this will pass and knowing that you have a space to clear your mind. There is a lot that we have in our minds that sometimes we don't pay attention to. However, a lot of the thoughts that you have today will be repeated tomorrow because it's kind of like the old playlist that keep repeating and repeating over and over. So it's important to pay attention to the dialogue that is going on in your head. If you have time for a meditation space, really pay attention to what comes up. And all of you who are new to meditation, don't be discouraged because you think that meditation is a space where you numb or eliminate all your thoughts. That is not meditation at all. Meditation is a way where you can redirect your thoughts. You're redirected from thinking about work, about what you have to cook, clean, and money, and your bank, your finances, your job, blah, 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 into something that is going to be constructive. And in order to do that, sometimes I guide students to think and count about the number of inhales. So we inhale to the count of four. So it's two, three, four, and then you exhale two three, four, giving your mind, again, redirecting it from worrying into a space of counting and being with the breath. You can start incorporating mantras, if you like, in the process of training your mind, training that dragon inside. And you can use mantras, you know, you can inhale to the word let, exhale, go, inhale, let, exhale, go. Inhale, let. Exhale, go. You can also inhale, peace. Exhale, stress. Inhale, love. Exhale, fear. Inhale, joy. Exhale, sadness. So you have a little bit of an idea of what is it that meditation is all about. It's really about redirecting your thoughts, never to eliminate them, because that is the autonomic process of your mind is to generate thoughts. So we can eliminate Mm -hmm. them. Um, Really, really, really encourage everybody to give meditation a try, especially right now. And the benefits are... There are so many benefits of meditation. You know, it can preserve the aging of your brain. It can help you reduce anxiety, which is something we can benefit from nowadays. It can help with addiction because it's really paying attention to the monster inside your head that tells you, "Mm, I should eat that or drink that or smoke that. So it really allows you to have a closer relationship with yourself. And it's really good for children as well. So give it a try. That is all I have to say in terms of meditation. It's an invitation for you to explore and to give yourself a uh, a space to clear your mind, which we all can use. Yeah, and I will just let everybody know who's listening. At no point when I meditated did demons infiltrate my mind. (laughs) Because I know that's a very common misconception from uh, fundamentalist Christians. They believe meditation is evil and opens up your soul for possession. 
Um, well, maybe if that's what your intention is, if you want to become possessed, uh, have fun. But I think the what? meditation Maria is talking about. Yeah, I know some people really think this. They, I think what you're saying is basically notice how many crazy thoughts you have all day long and how your mind goes so fast from thought to thought to thought to thought. Meditation is simply setting time aside to slow down. And it's really that simple. Slow down, pay attention to what you're thinking. When you start noticing your own thoughts, you start to notice you can observe your thoughts, which means you are the observer, not the thinker. You're the person who is observing, not thinking. And once you actually see that for yourself, it's kind of like, uh, your brain explodes because you're like, whoa. Yeah. And so that's the crazy part about meditation. So yeah, check it out. It's definitely worth doing, especially if you have a lot of anxiety because it gets you on the floor or in a chair, which automatically puts you into a grounding type of state. You're grounded. I recommend on the floor because then you're more grounded to the earth on the first floor if you can. Um, if you're in a building, then Maybe try going outside and grounding on the earth if you can't, if it's raining, if it's cold, you know, whatever works. But the point is to just let your mind slow down to the point where you're not um, releasing all that stress. Um, I believe it's the sympathetic nervous system. It's just constantly Mm -hmm. fired in us when we're scared all the time. And we do not want to be scared all the time because that stress can kill you. Really, it causes so many chronic illness. So just taking the time, even if it's five minutes, to just breathe slowly and allow your mind to relax is so powerful. Um, But yeah, that was awesome. I love that. Um, I don't meditate every single day just because I have meditated for many years uh, and many hours at a time that to me, I kind of get the process. So um one of my daily routines, which I consider to be part of helping your immunity is going out in the sun. And so for me, that's a type of meditation. Um, because when I'm sitting out in the sun, that's all I'm doing. I'm sitting out in the sun on a chair or on the grass, and I'm allowing the sun to warm up my skin. And I'm just feeling that. So to me, that's, that's me meditating right there. I'm in the present moment. I'm not concerned with what happened five minutes ago or what's going to happen later. I'm just present. And it just so happens that the sun is extremely healing. Um, You can read more about sun and um, the benefits of the sun from Jack Cruz. His name is spelled with a K, his last name, K-R-U-S-E, Jack Cruz. He has a website that he talks all about the sun on. Um, And just there's so many misconceptions about the sun. A lot of people think that spending time in the sun can give you cancer. And I just want to point this out. There have been more than 2,500 research studies published in biomedical journals investigating the inverse association between vitamin D and cancer. And that includes 300 other studies. Um, on epigenetics. And you can look at this up for yourself. There is zero (laughs) causative effect 
between the UV from the sun and melanoma. So for everybody who puts on sunscreen, like a ritual to protect themselves from cancer, there's actually studies that show that you um, just, just putting sunscreen on to protect yourself from cancer increases the chance of getting cancer. So a lot of that stuff is not mainstream knowledge and the conspiracy uh, theorist side of me would probably just like go crazy saying, well, no duh, it's not part of the mainstream knowledge because they don't want you to know that. But um, people have known for hundreds of years how healing the sun is. Um, I've seen lots of memes about the nurses during the Spanish influenza of 1918, uh, putting all of the patients out in the sun, rolling out their hospital beds you can look that up. They would put them out in the sun and the people who actually were exposed to fresh air and sun healed much faster and recovered versus the people who didn't. So the sun is very, very important. Um, it, before antibiotics were widely prescribed, people would put their open wounds out in the sun because the sun has many healing properties that help to fight infections. And so you can definitely look up this information for yourself. Um, there's a really good Science Daily article, and I believe the title, let me look it up. It says, widespread vitamin D deficiency likely due to sunscreen use, increase of chronic diseases review finds. So there's thousands of studies like that, and I highly encourage everybody to Go out in the sun more. Don't be afraid. If you happen to live in an urban area where you're in a in an apartment, um, open your windows, get some fresh air and sun, however way you can. And if you normally don't get a lot of sun, um, I would suggest starting off slow because it can be uh, irritating when you haven't had a lot of sun. Um, I, you know, for me, I can spend a few hours out in the sun and my skin doesn't burn, but that's because I've kindly, I've gradually acclimated to the sun over time. And I've noticed that when I get more sun, I get, I get um, less of an urge to eat just because of how much energy the sun is giving me. But that's just my personal experience. Um, I did want to share this meme that I found, which I thought was really awesome. And it was a study that said patients needing supplementary oxygen ventilator management were those with vitamin D deficiency. The risk of death was significantly higher in ICU patients with vitamin D deficiency. The total length of length of hospital stay was four times greater in the vitamin D deficient group. And the total number of hospitalizations was significantly greater in vitamin D deficient patients. And that isn't oh, wow. really that surprising to me considering yeah, vitamin D and the immune system go together like hand in hand. So that's not too surprising to me. So if you are somewhere like, you know, up in the north um, where you don't get as much sun. Northeast. It's, yeah, the northeast especially or the northwest, the, you know, Washington area. It's really important mm -hmm. to just kind of supplement with vitamin D and um, I really like Mary Ruth's organics. Her liquid vitamin D, um, is really, really good. And 
she makes all these um, different types of mineral supplements and they're usually liquid form. So I like that. Um, but I, I think if you can, or if you're tight on a budget, the easiest way to get vitamin D is to just go out in the sun. I mean, definitely the, the weather is warming up, so there's no excuse. Try it. And um, like I said, take it slow. Try not to be so afraid of not wearing sunblock. Um, and do the research for yourself on this one. Yeah, because there's a lot of information out there. So that one is very important to me. And that's something I do every single day. Whenever there's sun out, I'm outside. So yeah, moving on. <laughs> that was quite a rant moving on, on vitamin D. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's very important. So I'm glad that you had to say something about the sun. And I just want to... Uh, I want to say that when I went to the doctor a couple of years ago and I had the blessing to have a homeopathic doctor who is also a GP mm-hmm. and she basically recommended for me because she ran my blood test and did all my vitamins and I was obviously deficient in vitamin D because I've been living here for almost uh, 20 years now. So she recommended to me it's the Nature Wise Vitamin D3 5,000 IUs and I take that every day Mm -hmm. and I had actually on my um, Amazon cart and it will refill every so often and when all of this started I had like extra bottles laying around and I said well I have them already I've been taking them so I feel like I'm more protected in a way I am Mm -hmm. not a sun worshiper I don't have that um, habit of being under the sun however i like to be outdoors so i find the shades and i'm like exploring around in the garden Mm -hmm. and i find healing in the earth just like touching the soil touching the grass planting whatever i do have i have some herbs and i have some flowers out there that time is spent getting my hands dirty it's so healing for me. I can feel that the earth is taking all the crap that I do have and it does it with so much joy. And Mother Earth, Pachamama is definitely a gift to us. And if we can learn to connect, because right now, since we were living in a time where you know we have apartment complexes, we also have jobs that we can be in from 7 a.m. till 7 p.m. And when I did that job, <laughs> I wouldn't see the sun. I wouldn't know whether it's day or night. So you you separate from the earth. You separate from nature, and mm-hmm. that is something that right now we're trying to reconnect. Um, For a lot of people out there that are living in spaces where they don't have access to green areas, what I will say to you is that you can get a plant. When I did that, I I crave the earth. I was very ungrounded. And one of my friends, one of the Reiki masters I trained under, she told me, hey, well, there is different earthing products out there, but the cheapest way that you can find to ground, it's with a plant by your window in your house and they not only bring beautiful feng shui into your homes but they also clear your clean your air so if you get some of that spider spider plants or snake plants you're getting the uh the outdoor experience indoors so that is a wonderful way that you can get some grounding energies healing energies from the earth and if you have the opportunity throughout the day to um 
look out the window. So hopefully you do have a window and get some sun energies in there. They're really wonderful. The other thing that I do with the sun, which I I do it with much more ease, is to put water under the sun and use mm-hmm. that water and drink it throughout the day. So I capture the energy of the sun and integrate it that way into my body without being under the sun because I am not very happy. I get headachey. I get very irritated when I'm under the sun more than 10 minutes. I just don't, I'm not a happy camper. So maybe it is that I need to adjust But all of the things that we're saying to you, find the things that resonate with you. You know, if the sun is something that you work, wearing sunscreen is something that it resonates strongly with you, then continue. Because remember, we have the placebo effect, but we also have the nocebo effect. So if we believe something is bad, it's bad. And there is nothing that's going to change your mind. And it's nothing that's going to change the energy that you're putting into your medicine, into your routines, into your thoughts. You know, so really hone in into both. You know, you can train the mind to make believe that something is healing, but you also do the same when you think that something is bad for you. So just remember and pay attention Mm -hmm. to how many times you're telling your body that something is bad for you and pay attention to it. Very true. Okay, so if we don't have anything else, I just wanted to thank everybody listening today for... um, joining us in another episode of the school of brujas uh, holding you in my heart and giving you much peace profound yes peace to everybody listening we'll see you next time bye-bye